Side Up, the podcast in which two lifelong comic book fans discuss a different, lesser known, maybe sometimes obscure comic book in each episode. All right, and welcome to the Hardcover Hideout Podcast. I'm Jared. I'm Chris. All right, and this episode we're going to be talking about The Underwater Welder, which is written by Jeff Lemire. Jeff Lemire. We're going to get into that, have a little detailed discussion. Yep. Um, but who said we'll catch up a little bit? You want to start? Just you said you were watching some some good okay, stuff. Yeah, I'll and... go ahead and start. So it was a, a busy three weeks for me. I actually usually I don't like watch much stuff or read much stuff, but this last three weeks I actually uh, did. Um, I'll start with the books. I did finish Crowded. Nice. Uh, it was quite the ending. It was a really good ending. It was one of those endings where you're like. <gasps> Uh, it was good. Um, and, it's, and it's done? It's done. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's just one. Well, not one. It's three volumes. Right. But uh, yeah, it is actually over. When you when you finish this volume three, it's done. Do you remember who wrote that? Uh, I do. It was Christopher Sabala, Rose Stein, and Ted Bryant. Hmm. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm not never familiar with them either. Yeah, I wasn't familiar with them. It was a good story. Uh, they did a good job. Uh, it's really... Oh, how to explain it? I, it, it really is pro... Uh, LBGQ. Okay. Uh, most of your main characters are gay, but they don't harp on it. It's not. It's just something that they are. It isn't. Yeah, a, it uh, isn't about. Oh, look, right. we're lesbians. It's just they are. Right. As it right. should be. As it should be. Exactly. Yeah. And that's why it was such a good book. Uh, with the love interest going on and the the bodyguard who's protecting her, and they have a little thing and. An assassin that's trying to find them. They have a little thing, and it's all females, and hmm. uh, that's what I liked about it. It wasn't, you know, hey, we're gay. It was that was just part of the story, and it worked really well, really well. I loved this book. I highly recommend you to read it. Oh, I'll, uh, add, it, I'll add it to my long list of yes, two yes, two read that's books. What I have. <laughs> my uh, my wish list and all the books I want to read. And, yeah. And the problem is, it's sort of like TV shows. Like, oh, I want to watch that show, and then you find something else in between, and you start that one. Which is yeah. what I'm going to be talking about. <laughs> right, and then you forget about the other one. And then you forget about the other one, and you're like, yeah. Frap. And you got to go back and watch it or watch the recap, or yep. if you don't remember. But anyways. With so much, I'm talking more of like, you have this list of shows you want to watch, mm-hmm. and then while looking for something, you oh. find something completely yeah, different, yeah. and then end up watching that, instead right. of all this list of things you yeah, have yeah. to watch. Yeah, it happens um, with books, too. Yeah. And then the other book, two books I started, I haven't finished them, of course. I, I don't finish books right away, uh, except for ours. Uh, Artifacts. Okay. Um, Artifacts is by Ron Mars. Uh, it, it, I think it takes place in a universe that's already been set up because one of my main characters in it is Witchblade, and I know Witchblade from other comics, and mm-hmm. it's the same studio that or the same publishers. So I think this is a story around the Witchblade world, but mm-hmm. it's basically about the coming of the end of the world. And all these people uh, are called artifacts. Witchblade is an artifact, something she owns gives her powers. Mm. And there's a prophecy that if all the artifacts come together and then the 13th art of, uh, artifact is found, it'll cause the end of the world. So it's starting out with, <laughs> ironically, uh, 12 of them have come together already. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, so it starts, right. it's already going on when it Correct. starts. Correct. I mean, it's basically when it starts. Yeah. It's, when it starts, it's not actually going on yet. They tell you the prophecy. You, you meet all the oh, okay. artifacts. Um, but you find out that all the people who have artifacts basically know each other. Okay. And so something bad happens at the very beginning of it, which brings them all together to solve something. And by doing that, it's almost doing the prophecy. Uh, one of our main characters reminds me a lot of uh, Constantine okay. or Constantine. Or Constantine. Uh, but he is a priest who, for his dealings, was banished to hell. Mm. Uh, but for some reason is brought back to earth and he has no idea why, except for he has a feeling it has to do something with keeping these 12 apart. Uh, but it's really good. Uh, I haven't finished it. I'll let you know once I'm finished with it. Yeah. Uh, the other one I've actually started reading too is called beauty. Uh, not quite sure who beauty was by. It looks like Jeremy Hahn. Have you ever heard of Jeremy Hahn? Uh, no, it's I don't a, think so. it's a few volumes, so I'm not sure so far from what I read, it's interesting, but the main storyline is in the past, there was this virus and the virus actually had some side effects that made everyone beautiful. 
Well, this is years later, and you're finding out the people that had the virus, there's a horrible side effect that will take place later in life, and it is gross. <laughs> but uh, that one, I've just barely started. I haven't finished volume one yet. Oh, okay. Uh, so both of those, all those three of what I've been reading, plus ours, and a little more uh, Justice League. Oh, you're still you're still on the Justice League, huh? It's been a, since we started this uh, podcast. You know, I will I will let Justice you know. League. I am a huge squirrel. I will basically oh, yeah. like start getting into something, and I'll be like squirrel, and find another book and start reading that. So I'm horrible at Marvel DC <laughs> books because now that we've been doing this podcast, I've been looking a lot at the other studios. Yeah, all so, the independent I'm stuff. Like, oh yeah. look, yo, oh, this there's, is awesome. Yeah, there's a lot of good stuff out yeah. there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, and that's how like I have found some of my picks for this is through that. Um, other things, and then watching. Um, I watched the second season of Jack Ryan with... Uh, oh. What's his name? Tom Cruise. No. Jack. No, that wasn't Jack Ryan. That would have been Harrison Ford. Remember, Harrison Ford was Jack Ryan. Then... Jack Ryan's been played by multiple characters, right. actors. First, yeah. it was played by Alec Baldwin. Uh, Alec Baldwin played him in Hunt for Red October. Then he was replaced by Harrison Ford, and he played Jack Ryan in Patriot Games and uh, the other one. I can't think of the name right now. Then it was remade later with Ben Affleck as uh, Jack Ryan. And now... oh. I'm thinking of Jack Reacher. Yeah, you're thinking of Jack, Jack Reacher. Reacher with I watched Tom that Cruise too. Guy. That's what I forgot to put on here. I watched That's the, another the show. With season Jack one Reacher. of Jack Reacher on uh, oh, Amazon. Jack Ryan is the uh, John Krasinski. Yeah, Tom Clancy's Jack Ryan. John right. Krasinski. Right. Yeah. Okay. I watched second. Oh, that's season in the that. second season. Yeah. That, okay. That was amazing. Actually, Jack Reacher, the series on Amazon. I heard was amazing. As I heard well. it was really good. Uh, yeah. That one I uh, like watched in two days as well. It's like, oh wow, it is really good. Um, and when it's Amazon in that, you get like cussing and. You know, it's more oh. adult, so it's oh, nice. No. Yeah. <laughs> well, every cussing with all of them, yeah. except for well, except for Disney Plus. When you but... get boobies and sex and Jack Reacher. Oh, yeah. Nice. Jack Ryan, you don't. You get blood and guts. Yeah. Um. So that was good. I I'm glad they're making one more season. I waited long enough that I watched second season, just in time for the third. Nice. Um. Uh, the other ones I watched also on Amazon is called The Peripheral. Have you heard about that? I saw the the trailers. It looks pretty it interesting. It is really good. Yeah. Uh, it's not what I thought it was going to be. And, oh, really? Uh, it is also really good. It's like kind of a time travel. Kind of. A little bit. A yeah. little bit of the time travel, yeah. It's more of... It's supposed to take place in the future, like our future. And basically, people... Uh, the gaming systems are more like that of Ready Player One. Mm-hmm where it's uh, haptic suits with the, the goggles. and uh, But it's supposed to be like more from boys and men. And his sister is a much better player than any of them. And so she helps him out every once in a while and plays. Well, they get picked, uh, the brother, because they think that the avatar she's using is the brother, because that's who it's registered to, uh, to try out this new system, which doesn't actually use haptic, and it just like connects to the heads. Uh, with no goggles, and she uses it, and it's like an immersive experience, and you find out that it's actually real. She's basically controlling almost an android version of herself. Uh, it starts out with her controlling an android version of her brother, but then when okay. they discover who's doing it, they make the android version of her, and she's controlling it mentally. Wow, that sounds uh, awesome. But it is really good. I'm not gonna. I don't want to spoil anything if you don't watch it. But yeah, it's you. The time travel part you're talking about is you find out, and this isn't a spoiler. It's in the. the it's in the trailer. trailer. Yeah, That's the only reason I it's know that about it. it. The android she's controlling of herself is in the future, so oh, she's okay. in the present, but she's controlling stuff happening in the future. Uh, it's you know really one of those one of those thinkers. Yeah, you have to really think about it. Hmm. Interesting. Um, okay, all of that to my my list, my watching list, which is ever the, growing as well. Then we watched the most amazing Christmas movie ever, uh, Gardens of the Galaxy Holiday Special. Still haven't watched it. Still haven't watched it. Oh, it was so good. Just came out a week ago. I mean, I, I'm gonna, I gotta. My wife wants to watch the one, so 
Oh wait, wait for her. So she wants to watch it. Yeah, she nice. she, does. she likes Guardians of the Galaxy. It's funny. Yeah, so it is. We're it, gonna hopefully watch it this weekend. It, it won't really ruin anything because it was all already in the trailer. Uh, Kevin Bacon is amazing in this. It is so funny. But it's mostly about Drax and Mantis. Right. Uh, the rest of the cast is there, but they're more only in the beginning and then at the end. Right. Uh, but yeah, it is really amazing. Uh, and then finally, my most amazing top pick for this week. I binge watched it. The whole family binge watched it in like a night. Was uh, Wednesday Adams, And it was amazing. I mean, Tim Burton, first of all. Right. Uh, and so right there, you got it. But it wasn't just the writing and the story. It, the actress, Ortega, who plays yeah. Wednesday Adam, was just amazing. She had Wednesday down to a T, just her looks. She never shows emotion. Uh, and the way they paired them with her roommate is a, you know, rainbows and unicorn girl. And then she's blackness and death. Um, but it's really Wednesday. It, what would it be like if Wednesday Adams was Nancy Drew? Uh, because it's all about a uh, murder mystery going on and she's trying to solve it. And it was, you know, really good. I, I sat there the whole time going, Oh, I wonder who it is. Oh, I bet it's this person. And then, Nope, not that person. Oh, I bet it's this person. So it, I highly recommend it. I want to watch it again. And they just announced they're going to do season two, but it's not coming out till like 2024. Right. Of course. So that's basically what I've done the last three weeks. What about you? Uh, I actually haven't watched too much, to be honest. I mean, read quite a bit, but been busy. So, um, I still haven't seen Black Panther or yeah. Black Adam. Yeah, I, I am. Yeah, I haven't seen that. Or Wednesday, or a lot of the stuff you, you were talking Black about. Black Adam is now on that service we use. Oh, is it? Yeah. Perfect. Let's check that out. Yeah. I did, however, watch Disenchanted on Disney+. Plus. <laughs> Ironically, the, it was the only thing we did yeah. not watch. With uh, with my wife, she wanted to watch it. It's, you know, she's not a big movie show. Yeah. You know, does she doesn't watch TV as much as we do? No. But she wanted to watch it. And I was like, sure. I saw the first one, and you know, it's was, it was fine. So I watched it. I mean, it wasn't as good as the original one, but That's what it was it was alright. Um, but we did finish what we do in the shadows, which is you need to watch that because it's it's so funny. <laughs> is it it's, done now or? Uh, just well, season? this season it's four seasons. They just finished. Well, we just finished the fourth season. It's hilarious. It's one of my favorite shows. You don't. You should watch the movie first. Yeah. But you don't have to. But I would recommend that you watch it because it's so funny. Cool. Um, and here's something you probably don't know about me. I love magic and magicians. <laughs> I, I like. I've watched magic shows. I watch YouTube magic. Right. Anyway, so I've been, I watched uh, Penn and Teller. I love Fool, Penn and Teller. Fool, us, Fool us. The show they have on where they have. Comedians come in and do a magic act, okay. and they have to. I haven't seen that one. And they have to. It's been on for a lot of seasons. I don't know. It's on CW. Okay. I just recorded it or whatever. But um, so people come in and, and do a magic trick, and they have to. If they fool them, then they get to be uh, open for them in one of their shows in Vegas. Nice. Anyways, I, wa- I watched a few. Been watched a few episodes of that. So I love that. Um, so that's all I've been watching, really. Not not a ton. What was the uh, What was the show Penn and Teller had? Bullshit. Bullshit, yeah, yeah. That was good. I it was on Showtime show. or something. Showtime, yeah. Yeah, I didn't watch too much of that because I think I was younger and we probably didn't have Showtime because we, we were poor, but anyways. You were younger? <laughs> yeah, that show was... Yeah. I, I mean, it more than 20 show. years ago. Is it really? It's got, I'm sure, I don't know, but it seems like it was a long time ago. Maybe not. They've had a few different yeah, iterations of different shows and stuff, but this one they have now is, yeah, it's, it's pretty good. If you're into into magic and magicians, I, I love that stuff. Um, as far as reading wise, uh, still reading Blackest Night. Okay, um, it's a long series. Towards the end, yeah, yeah. I think it's like sixty yeah. some issues no, or something. I, I think I have like eight or seven or eight left. Yeah. I, I can't so, get through thirty some issues. <laughs> yeah, you're having trouble getting through thirty some of <laughs> Justice League. Right. So, yeah, reading that, um, it's making me kind of want to go back and read some of the uh, Green Lantern stuff, like the earlier stuff and. I probably won't. Yeah. But, I mean, it makes me want to. Probably won't want to. Um, I probably won't, I probably won't want to. I probably won't go back and read all of it, but, it, you know, it, it makes me want to. But it's. I'm really enjoying it. It's a really good. I mean, you got Jeff Johns. You got um, Tomasi. You got a lot of good writers in there. So nice. and, and the artists. Right. Are, are really good. Um, 
I, I was, re- was laying in bed and I was like, I want to read something like short, like on on my on my tablet, right? So like looking through hoopla and stuff, and I found this book speaking of magicians about Houdini. It was actually a children's what, comic. Is it an actual book or is no, it, it was a graphic comic. novel? It was a children's comic. Oh, okay. About Houdini. It was called Houdini: The Life of the Great Escape Artist. It was uh-huh. like forty pages. Just basically shows him from like the start of his career, and then it it and then explains how he died. Oh, it was actually really good. I liked it. Now, Houdini, is he the one who actually died in the Great Milk Can Escape? <clears throat> no, he, he died of appendicitis. Oh, so he didn't die in one of his tricks? No. Okay. I think people think he did. Yeah, I think it, but, people think he did. Yeah. Um, and then I started... It. He just died of appendicitis? Yeah, but there's a whole story. Like, he got punched right before a show because he's... he. They, I can't remember why. He was like, because he's like, you could punch me as hard as you can and... He won't, what something like that, but, and then he started to get sick, and he ended up having appendicitis, and I don't think he got it taken out, and it but burst. they, and it burst, and some people thought it was because of the punch, and then some, they think maybe it was already happening before that, and that maybe just uh, made it worse, something, but yeah, he died of, of a, a burst appendix. That's funny, that's, yeah. I, sounds so, <laughs> like, right, I always thought, like, dramatic. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I always thought he died, like, in one of his, like, milk can escape, or, no, no, yeah. yeah. so, um, and then I started another book called Scales and Scoundrels, uh-huh. that I have the, by TKO right. Presents, which is a, um, fairly new publisher, who's, I have a, a few of their books, and they have put out a lot of good stuff, we'll have to, um, read one of their books soon. Um, put it on there. Um, that's a it's a fantasy adventure. Follows a girl named Lavander, and uh, yeah, it's kind of has dragons and Ooh, and uh, they, they go on like she's uh, she teams up with some people and kind of searching for gold and stuff like that. I just read the first chapter, so I haven't got too far to, into right. it. But so um, that's it. That's pretty much all I've been doing. Uh, okay, so do we want to get into the book? Might as well. That's why we're here. That's why we're here. Yeah. People probably fast forwarded to this point to begin with. So, <laughs> <laughs> probably. I just forgot about us all together. Uh, so, the, it was my, my turn to choose. It was and choice. as we said last week, that uh, we hadn't done a Jeff Lemire book. And yep. as a very big Jeff Lemire fan, I wanted to get a, one of his books in that I hadn't read before. So, we, we I. Chose the underwater welder, which uh, was written and drawn by Jeff Lemire. By Jeff Lemire. Yeah, and uh, J- Jeff Lemire's done tons of stuff. One of my favorite series, Black Hammer and the World of Black Hammer. He wrote Sweet Tooth, which he was actually writing this book at the same time as he was doing Sweet Tooth. Gideon Falls, another great series. He's done Green Arrow for DC. What was it, Falls? Gideon Falls. Gideon Falls. Yep. And then a uh, Joker Killer Smile was one yeah, uh, DC yeah. series he did last year. It's published by Top Shelf Productions, which is an imprint of IDW. And it was in published in August of 2012. Yeah, it was a lot older than I thought it was. Yeah, I, I think it was one of you know his early earlier works. Yeah. Uh, so before we begin, we'll do our little disclaimer as we always do. Uh, we're not going to, you know, go page by page, but we are going to be giving spoilers. So usually when we talk about it, we spoil some of the main parts of the book. So if you haven't read the book and you don't want to be spoiled, now is the time to turn it off, read the book, and then come back to us. So, so go ahead. All right. So we meet our main character in the opening pages, Jack Joseph, who is an underwater welder. Uh, on an oil rig off the coast of Nova Scotia, Canada. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Eh? Eh? Uh, and he's dealing with some of the pressures of b- becoming a father for the first time. His wife is like going to give birth any, any day now. And he's still struggling with the d- disappearance of his father as a, as a child. Uh, so when we see Jack for the first time, we find that he's, see- that he's seeing something under the water or someone. When he first time he goes underwater, so this is the first time that he's we actually see him doing his job, right? Yeah, which is you know pretty early on in the well, he actually in the book. It's not that he sees something first. Remember, he starts hearing the song. 
Well, before that, we that before that, he see it looks like there's like someone swimming past him. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah, someone swimming past That's him right. that he sees, or we think he, he we sees think it. He sees. And then he starts hearing somebody saying his name. Yeah, and and calling him somewhere, and he sees something on in the in the ground in the bottom of the ocean. It looks like a stopwatch or a um, pocket watch. Pocket watch. Thank you. Pocket watch. Yep. So he basically blacks out at that point under the water and they pull him out and he they revive him he has uh, caught talking kind of talking nonsense they they feel like and he has to go see the doctor that's on the oil rig and basically he's like all right i'm gonna go back to work i'm gonna go back under the water and the doctor's like no, no, no. you're no, you're I pulled know. out your 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 wife's coming to get you you're on shore leave so you gotta go and deal with that you know go see it because he's like my you know, he's a doctor on an oil rig, so he can't do too much. He's like, right. I, my, I'm limited here. You have to go and see a doctor. But, I mean, some of the things that he says he can get over time, if he doesn't take care, I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. The whole, like, like the pressure sickness and the from being down for too long. I'm right. Like, yeah, it's, it's scary stuff. Yeah. So he goes home to his wife, who's pregnant. For like nine months pregnant. Yeah, nine months pregnant, and she's, like, going to... He was only supposed to be gone for two weeks, and she was going to give birth right after yeah. right after that. Um, but he can't stop thinking about being under the water and hearing something calling to him and seeing whatever it is that he saw. He just can't get it out of his mind. His wife asks him to put the crib together and, and go to the midwife with, with him, with her. Right. And he just can't get his mind off whatever was under the water. And we also see during this time from a series of flashbacks, we see his father who was kind of the town drunk yeah. and who was also a diver, yep. but he dove for Treasure. treasures, quote, you know, yeah, we're going to be rich, to be, Yeah. We're going to find it, Jackie. We're going to be so rich. Right. And he had, basically ran a, a salvage store that yep. sold, selling the stuff that he would find yep. under, under the water, out, right off the coast. And he kept saying, you know, all this gold from Mexico is going to, is out here somewhere. Yep. Basically. Yeah. Um, so, and we also, and we see one of the things that his father found was a pocket watch right. that he found in, in a bag when they were sitting on the, on the truck, right? Yep. And the, that's when his, the, he asked to have it. Yeah. Which yeah, becomes so, like a major part of this whole story. Right. The, the pocket, pocket watch, watch plays a really big part in all this. So his dad's just gonna, he's like, all this stuff is junk. We're not, you know, I'm just gonna throw it out. And he says, sees his pocket watch and he's like. Can I have that? And he's like, yeah, go ahead. She's going to throw it away anyways. So when we see his, uh, kind of the interaction between him and his dad, and he, his dad, you know, as we said, is kind of spends a lot of his time in bars when he's not, yeah, not diving. when he's not diving and he he's, makes a lot of promises to Jack and then he just never shows up or whatever. And that happens on a ha one Halloween where he says he's going to take him out trick or treating. Yep. Right. And he waits for him. He's all dressed up. He's dressed up as a diver, and he has like a box Boxes that looks like the helmet. like the helmet and everything. Soda bottles and, as his tanks. Yep. And he's waiting, and he's waiting, and his dad doesn't show up. So he goes and he walks to the bar, and his dad's sitting there drinking at the bar, and he says, "You know, you're supposed to take me out, and all this." And then he Jack gets mad as the kid Jack, and he throws the the pocket watch in the water. It's an interesting story. It, uh, yeah. It, I didn't like the intro of the book. You know how they're saying it's like, try, try, blah, 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 mm -hmm. how it's Twilight Zone esque, and like, eh. But yeah, I was in the intro saying it was one of the best Twilight Zone. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it, it wasn't episodes. I, I liked the book, but uh, some of the stuff you missed was uh, the diving makes is. Almost a very important part of this book. He, like when he goes to have a bath after. Right. You know, he goes under the water and then he's back under the water. Uh, right. Yeah. On the dive. Mm -hmm. The, uh, uh, he then is also when, and I'm sure you're going to get to it, with all these flashbacks. I mean, the first flashback we get of him is as young Jackie. Yeah. It's technically a dream because remember mm -hmm. he's in his father's shop and then we start hearing about what they're doing. And then all of a sudden, his wife wakes him up. He's like, are you going to sleep all day? 
Right. Uh, it jumps around a lot. It and does. then you get to points where you're like not sure, is he really in the past now? Or is this all in his head? Uh, so Right, because some of it seemed like it was a dream, but then he was like interacting... Right, you know, he he was a, he was an adult, and then he was a kid again. Right, yeah. Later and then in the book, he he's like, like went there from, talking to his him, right. his younger self. You know, right, he's not coming. He's not showing up. He's not going to be here. Yeah, um, it's uh, it really made me think, like because you know, again, spoilers. When he's that very first scene when he's underwater welding, the person swimming by him is his father. Right. I mean, you can totally tell. Yeah, and he actually even looks like the older Jackie. Or Jack yeah. looks like his father, his father. minus the right. beard. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then you also missed he does a lot of interaction, really weird interaction with his mom. Yeah, when he goes to see his mom because he wants to find. That's when we find out more about his father because he looks at the newspaper clipping, and that's when you find out that he drowned or disappeared, yeah, off, disappeared the coast, off the yeah. coast. Right, uh, and then he, he realizes later in the book that his dad was looking. For the, for the pocket watch again. Yep. When he, when disappeared. he died. When he disappeared. And yeah, we don't know. They never found him. They, right. they just, he was assumed that he drowned. Now, I have to ask you uh, some of the visuals. Did you notice in his bedroom, his young bedroom from his childhood, the movie posters? Mm-hmm. Uh, the one, I noticed the one. It was the creature from the Black, Black Lagoon. Lagoon. 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. Oh, yeah. That and was the other one. The Abyss. Oh, yeah. And basically, a lot of them are just movies that deal with unexplained phenomenons that yeah. go underneath the water right i'm like so it's well look at that they yeah and this i mean it, this had a little bit of that supernatural sci-fi a little bit a little bit because i mean because yeah. he was like seeing things he's like that part where he he goes out to the oil rig and then he comes back, comes back. and he's the only well, one that's in the, the thing, whole yeah, town he's the only town and prior to that is when we learned when he decided to go dive after his wife asked him not to and they just had a fight because his wife was putting together the crib even though she asked him to do it right he uh ignored the whole midwife meeting and just yeah well he he like lost a whole day he was sitting yeah. on the his truck, the truck right yeah yeah and then he went into this daydream and that's what we learned more flashbacks more flashbacks yeah. where he you know and he's like something's happening to me I'm, I'm i'm losing like i'm losing all this time right and because it was like noon, and then and then it was seven p.m. or something, and he goes goes back, and his wife's putting together the crib after right. she tried to take a cab to the to yep. the midwife appointment, and that's when everything kind of is like in his life yeah. is starting to crumble, right? Uh, and then the also when he goes back to the dive again, right before he comes out, and like the rig is all abandoned and destroyed, and mm. no one's there. Right as he jumps into the water, that's when his wife's water breaks. Right. And with the yep. uh, puddle of water on the ground. So it was um like when he comes out and everyone's gone and he's wandering through. I got a very, like, that's one like, where is he? Is he still under the water? I mean, I knew he was a breathing rig, but I just get the sense that he keeps passing out underwater <laughs> and having these right. daydreams. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I The whole book is basically, you know, unfinished business. Uh, you know, it's, he subconsciously, uh, I think he subconsciously knew that it was the pocket watch that made his father disappear. Right. And that's why that come, keeps coming back because, you know, even though he may have pushed it to the back of his head, he, yeah. he knows somewhere that, you know, it's, I won't say his fault, but he's the reason his father vanished. And lost right. Yeah, because he he didn't really remember that. Yeah, like you said the the pocket watch at all. He's right. kind of like black blocked it out or whatever, and then he ends up yeah realizing that that's it. Kind of the whole what it was all about. Yeah, his dad trying to find because his dad, you know, as being um he being being the drunk that he was and not not being there a lot. He 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 loved him and he cared about him a lot and he knew that. And you know, he, and he saw that, so that's why I think a lot of it, with it in the timing wise, is for his being be, becoming a new father. Yep. And now that that now this stuff is all right. coming back to him as you know, he doesn't want to make the same mistakes that his father made, so he's trying to kind of figure all this stuff out that he still has yeah. deep down in there. Kind and of, then so. when he came to the they, again in the water, he comes to the realization because then you see 
all the future photos, like the, what's going on in life without him there. Right. You know, the the son laying with the mom now, and you know mm-hmm. the mom now raising the kid. And I think that's was his realization of life. Yeah. Yes, I think he was ten when his when his dad disappeared. So, mm-hmm. and he said he was the same age uh, that he when his dad had him. He's the same age that that he's now having a kid. So there's a lot of a lot of that. Just yeah, it's um, and I think that's what caused the whole subconscious mm-hmm. to then remember the pocket watch and his father because he's now going to be that father, and he's I mean because you you find out in the very beginning that Jack actually has a degree and mm-hmm. he got offered jobs English degree yeah, yeah he got offered jobs at, at the college and he turned them all down to come back to the small town to dive right. To do kind of what his what his dad did similar to what his yeah, dad, his dad did. and one of the lines I like that kind of um, sums up w- kind of what what his mindset is, and he, he said, "I've always been good at putting things back together, yeah, putting two things together." Yeah. So that's kind of like mending his relationship with his mom and his and you know his grieving grieving in the loss of his dad and yep. things like that, like trying to fit the pieces together. So. I still hate the fact that he missed the birth of his baby. <laughs> yeah. And he comes in, the baby's already born. She's yeah. him, I'm like, dude, you're going to regret that more than you were in the pocket watch. <laughs> right. Yeah, and that's kind of how it, how it ends. I guess yeah. we can kind of, I mean, he goes out there and, yeah. and he, he, he gets the pocket watch. And yeah. the, the last scene you see his wife has a baby, baby and he has the pocket watch in his hand. So yeah. it was a real, you know, it was a real thing. I, At least we... And we're, we're, we're supposed to, to get the, 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 the he finished what his dad didn't do, found that pocket watch, and and now, now he can he go has, on and be a good father yeah. and hopefully not become get, an alcoholic, not become an alcoholic and sell junk out of the <laughs> out of the ocean. Uh, so, so, uh, what did you think of his art? So, uh, Jeff Lemire's art is is a kind of an acquired taste. Yeah, it is. It's not it's not for everybody. I mean, he drew. Sweet Tooth. Yeah, he's he's drawn and it's a almost lot the of, same kind of a lot of yeah. yeah. It's it's very, it's not super realistic. Yeah. Um, I think it worked with this. I think the simplicity of the art I worked think well the for black this, and white for the story. Looks like sketches. Yeah. Uh, some of the people were looking kind of scary looking. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so. yeah, and a lot of a lot of sometimes a lot of the characters can look the same. Yeah. Just because they kind of have that like, the same like, face like, structure, like, like skinny a, face and. Yeah. Yeah, but I well, mean, and they change too. I mean, he doesn't. It's not like you know he has a set way the a character is going to look. You know, one scene. Yeah. You know, the true. wife. Like I went through like three different looks for her. Like. Yeah, like she's pretty in yeah. one thing. Yeah, and, she's, and then she's kind of. Oh, <laughs> and that that baby bump yeah. just one turns into a circle, then it looks like a bump, and then I'm like, he can't decide which is what this is going to. Yeah. Be. So yeah, his, his art's not for everybody. I mean, I don't mind it. I think it, for certain stories it. It works well, and I think this, for this, this one, I why. thought it, it worked. It worked fine. I don't think I could like handle multiple books reading with that art, because um, it wasn't. I mean, you know, it was a choice. So, but it at times was like, oh, just so like he really he really likes wavy lines. Yeah, really yeah. Like likes... when he was coming out of of um, when he's blacking out, it was just like. A bunch of swirlies lines, and then it was like a little, little bit more structured, and then you see it's the person's face. Like, but the writing, um, the good? story was great. Good. The writing is awesome. I think yeah. um, he's really good at at writing about you know the characterization, right, and and really fleshing out the the stories and the and the way. The feelings of these, like, how are these people feeling? What are they going right. through? Kind of. Thing. I, I got I think... it. In the, like devil's advocate to that, I felt he just did that with Jackie. I didn't really feel like I knew sure. the wife very well. Yeah, uh, but I don't think we were supposed to. I mean, it was a story about Jack. I understand right? that, but at least we want to like know a little something about the wife. She's yeah. just the pregnant background. Uh, I mean, yeah, she is having his child. I see what you're saying. Uh, and they do like the little flashback forwards with her with the kid and everything. I wouldn't mind to like. We know the fact that she met him wherever he went to college, and chose to come back with him. But I mean, I don't need a whole backstory with her. But 
Uh, even like he had like no the friends he talks to the guy on the boat that works on the oil rig with them. We really don't know anything about him except you know he's there to make sure Jackie doesn't drown and right some coworker yeah. yeah. I see what you're saying, yeah, but I the mom father relation, his it, mom and dad relationship. Right. We just know that they're not together anymore, and I mean, I, you're right. I mean, and this was a shorter story; it was 200 pages. It was, it was, and it short. wasn't a lot of. It wasn't a, t- a di- really dialogue heavy no, or very dense as all. far as the writing. I mean, if yeah, I could see what you're saying, but it would have been a lot longer book, and yeah, maybe well, we wouldn't really I mean, like. We don't need I'm a not, whole. I wasn't asking for like a chapter about the wife, a chapter right. about the parents, just something, but a little something, yeah, like a little just a little backstory here and there about yeah. how they met or you know did they meet on the same circumstances that his parents met mm. i mean we can assume that mom got sick of dad's lifestyle and left him probably with alcohol and he just didn't grow up yeah because she said he that his dad started drinking right after yeah that jack was born jack was born right and, and that was kind of he's not who you think he is jackie Right, that's where everything kind of went down. Yeah. So yeah, they don't give you the full story. They give you some tidbits. Yeah, tidbits like this is what happened, and obviously they're not together anymore right. during this part of his life. So, and it was nice that it's a one-off. There was no volumes. There yep, was, that's it. You can see that he wrote this as a one-off. Mm-hmm. Uh, no volumes. No ed- ep- issues. issues. God, I want to say episodes. <laughs> no issues. Uh, it was just a story from beginning to end, and that was it. Yeah. Uh, which is not, I like that, a self-contained right. one book, which also, that's it. There's nothing before that, or after. You could add a little more detail in yeah. <laughs> Sure. He had no, he wasn't like limited to the issue numbers or what they didn't want or want in. Yeah, it was just, a, it all came out all at once. And yeah. But I mean. It, but it, it was good. That, and, you know, I did read some reviews and watch some other critics about it. And they were like. I'm not going to really talk about it because I don't want to spoil anything. And I'm like, I mean, I, I understand, but you read the, if you read the synopsis, it kind of just tells you what it's about. Anyways. I mean, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's up to basically. your own interpretation anyways. Like it was this all in his mind when he comes out and no one's gone or when he finds himself in his past, uh, did he actually go into the past? Is it watch some sort of supernatural thing that teleported him somewhere? Right. Uh, you know, you have to use your imagination because there's nothing that directly says what it does. Um, yeah, especially with his part where he's actually there with his younger self. It's right. Like, was he, yeah, is that, was and he I'm, actually there? I'm assuming there? that, you know, this has something to do with the, one of the diseases that the doctor was telling him could happen being a diver. Yeah. And he's like just blacked out underwater. Oh, and... Yeah, it could, it could be, yeah. Yep. That's true. So yeah, there's, it, it does get, it's a lot up for interpretation, like That's I said, right. for sure. Oh yeah. Um. But overall, I mean, I, I enjoyed reading it. I, I read it all I did in enjoy one go. I read one, it in, in one, one sitting, go. too, yeah. and then I reread it again in one sitting. Yeah. It wasn't like some of our last it's... ones where I was, like, struggling to yeah. get through. But you don't want to. You're like, like oh, <laughs> 10 pages in, and I'm like, um, is it over yet? With this one, I mean, like I said, it was short. It gave me the second time through, gave me a chance to, like, notice the posters on the wall and read the actual article from beginning to end. And, oh, yeah. Um, yeah, the newspaper. Yeah, the newspaper yeah. clipping yep. and just looking around and... You know, notice little things here and there. Uh, I mean, his art isn't amazing or detailed, so it was wasn't no. like looking for the hidden Mickey. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And yeah, I mean, for me, it's more of his writing that yeah. makes me a fan of of his. All this, you know, all those books that I listed are are some of my favorite series. Or even the last three books, like physical books that I got that I, I've received, are all from Jeff Lemire. So, so now, do you think if he had hired someone else or collaborated with someone else to do the art, and the art was different, it would have had the same oomph, or do you think it would, the story would live by itself? Yeah, I mean, because the story is what carries this book. The art, no, is yeah, absolutely. Nothing, I yeah. mean, it's just you know, almost like he sketched out what he wanted to look like, and they went, "We'll just keep that." <laughs> well, I mean, my opinion is the art can be, can be awesome you can have alex ross or greg capula whoever you want pick an artist and if, if the story, story sucks i'm not gonna read it right i mean i'll flip through maybe look at the art but right you know for me it's more about the story it has to be there and be interesting and you know because there's tons of books that have great art and then you yeah, like try and read this is like so this doesn't make any sense i or, agree with you, you know? to a point 
um, it, the story is the, the driver. Uh, that is the main thing. Uh, even if the art is amazing and the story is horrible, it, it's trash. You know, just read right. Just look through it for the pictures. But on the other hand, it could be the same way. It, because you have to, in order to read a, a, a graphic novel, the pictures are what you have to look at while you're sure. reading the text. So if you get something where it's just obnoxious art or... You know, something you don't like, you may not even know the story is great because you just because you past, can't get past the you get past yeah. this art. Oh yeah, for sure. So, uh, I think I do think it weighs a little more towards story, in my opinion. But art can influence that. Mm-hmm. Um, like in this case, the story was great. So, like in this case, this the art wasn't bad. It just if it had been any worse, I probably couldn't have read it. Uh, it. It's just something about trying to read a graphic novel where the art looks almost like just sketches of what you wanted the art to look like. Hmm. And they just went with the storyboard. <laughs> sure. Um, luckily the storyline was really good that I was able to look past the art for a little. And I do think the art helped it a little because you are focusing more on the story than the, you know, how they drove the ocean or what the, the swimsuit looks like. But sure. If it got any worse, it might have been affecting me, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I, I, yeah, I totally agree. So um, I, I think it worked with the story, like we said. Um, yeah, it's not going to win any awards for art, but right. it, it, it was. It did the simplicity of it worked. Didn't it win with, something? No. What is his other thing? Run something. He's had a bunch of uh, awards, awards. Eisner awards. Yeah, Eisner yeah. awards because he's he's done quite a few things. Yeah, guy. I mean, he writes so much stuff. It's yeah. like. You, like him and Colin Bunn, the guy we yeah, Basilisk that we run Bass the, list. the first episode, those guys put out so many books. It's yeah. like I don't. Well, have, not like, only that, I mean, they, they put they out write, their own stuff, and yeah. then they do things for, uh, like he does things with DC, Marvel, Dark Horse. I mean, he's yeah. all over the place. Right. Yeah. I mean, they they're like writing books faster than we can read them. Right. <laughs> so like, holy that, smokes. That, that's why why yeah. this one was the art was just so quick because he's like. Yeah, no, he's yeah, he also writing but and drawing Sweet Tooth at the same time. I was going to so. say, now that you know, but you know, if you read Sweet Tooth prior, like, you know, I read Sweet, the yeah. art is almost the exact same. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Um, so it, it's not like, has, yeah, it's not like. And you look at some of his other Astro City and um, Essex County, I think he drew the, all those too. Yeah. Yeah. It's all very similar art style. And that's just his his, his yeah. style. And that's. You yeah. Know, that's and things that he does, story and art, mm-hmm. it all looks, you yeah. know, pretty much. I think. Now I'm trying to remember. Sweet Tooth is colored? Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, the difference was we got this art colorized. Right. Uh, where is this? He like black and white. Now, how do you yeah, feel about I, black? Black and white versus color? I, If you would have asked me probably last year, I would have been like, I don't want to read in black and white. But I've read a ton of stuff recently. I mean, just in our show, this and a Sex Castle, yeah, black and white. Usagi Yojimbo that I re- just read recently uh, black this year, white, yeah. all black and white. There's a ton of good, like great stuff that's just all black and white. Yep. And I mean, the color does add something, but it's not. It's not. A, it's like a, not a turnoff for me. I'm not gonna not read it. Right. I mean, the, you kind can appreciate the art and the penciling work and the inking and all that a little bit more if you don't have the colors. But yeah, it's funny I mean, because the. Uh... Two of the my favorite books that we've read on this podcast so far, the art was black and white and, and nothing special. Yeah, and I mean, Sex Castle and this. Uh, the is there another the, one? I'm trying is to black think. And white? Well, no, black and white. No, I think everything else we've done is color. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Ironically, some of the ones we didn't care for the most and were the most vibrant colored and. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. I mean, because witches. Remember witches. We didn't care for, and the art, although colored, we I hated the fact that they the did color, that. The splash, the splatter thing. Yeah. That drove me nuts. Yeah, it was like all three of us. And yeah. even like other interviews and videos I saw and people talking about it, they all said the same thing. Yeah, it's just that so. I don't understand how you can take that great art and then overlay splatters all over it. It just drove me nuts. Yeah. Um, whereas this one, great story. Art wasn't anything special. But that was fine because the story was great. Right. Uh, the other ones that we read that we didn't care for had some really good art, but the storylines were just horrible. Right. So yeah, this shows you. I mean, yeah, you so can't 
can't all it's not all about the art you know right. and the covers and i mean because bitch know, planet it. our last yeah. last week's one i mean great art yeah um you know a little much with the nudity but yeah <laughs> yeah we talked yeah we talked that for, <laughs> but yeah a little uh, too much on that and then the, and then, and the, then story the story was, was just, just like eh. and then uh, yeah another one where it's like Book two ends, yeah, on, a ends on a cliffhanger, cliffhanger, and then five years later, ten years later, whatever still it is, nothing. Nothing. <laughs> yep. Nothing. That and witches. It's like we're still waiting. Yeah, and... we're still waiting for witches. And even the back of the book was talking about, oh, we, like, we've already mapped out everything and what it's going to be like yep. back in 2012. <laughs> um, so how about your overall thoughts on this book? I really liked it. And like I said, I mean, maybe I'm biased going in just because I'm a, such a big Jeff Lemire fan. Right. But um, I, I I like the art. I think it, it works. It worked well with this. The story was. I felt like it was captivating. I wanted to find out what happened, what's going on, and it was it was it was a nice, easy, quick read. It didn't bog you down with a lot of unnecessary dialogue or right. anything else. It was just it was very very specific. concise yeah. and very like kept, you know just kept going and like. You know, get a little bit of twists and turns. You're like, oh, I didn't see. I don't know. I didn't know that was going to happen, or right. or that. But um, I enjoyed it a lot, and I, I would recommend it to. That was what I was say. Recommend kind of any comic book fan, if you know, especially like Jeff Lemire, and you haven't read this one. I, I haven't read a lot of his earlier stuff, so I wanted to try and get back to some of that. I, I would recommend it to anybody, really. If I, I agree, I, I too would recommend it. Almost anyone. It, it it's no nudity. I don't think if any lady knows any language. No, it's all ages. Yeah, it's all ages for sure. So, um, I, I you know any age. I think you'd read this. The yeah. you know the subject matter might go over younger's heads um, and not realize what's going on. Yeah. But I think you know anything yeah. above like elementary. I mean, it's great. It, it's great storytelling. If you're yeah. if you just like books that have have great have great stories if you're only into superhero comics which is fine if that's your yep. thing this is probably not for you probably not for you yeah. if you like horror comics it's probably not for you but i mean otherwise if you just enjoy like a nice you know a, a good nice story a good story yeah. as a you know nothing special one-time read yeah. you don't have to one and done volume two volume three right yeah. yeah then yeah i definitely recommend picking this up or finding it digitally or Yep. However, you read I your books. I love digital. I so love digital now. Uh, I know you like the physical still. I prefer that, but it's it's still nice to sometimes yep. have it on the tablet. I can take it to work and read it. And yeah, it's easier to read in bed. Yep. Can't, I can't take Blackest Night Omnibus in bed with me. It's there's <laughs> it's no like, way. It's like trying to read more in peace. <laughs> yeah, the full Six, size like seventeen hundred pages yeah. is like because the, the, the omnibus the, you have is the full thing, right? It's the entire event. Yeah, yeah. it's seven sixteen hundred and some pages. Yeah, so it's a big boy. So yeah, so that would probably be uncomfortable laying in bed with that big old thing. So you're reading you're reading it on digital. No. The Blackest Night. Well, both. Oh oh. I, yeah. Wait, so like have, you're sitting okay. in your, and you're sitting yeah. in your, your cool little nerd room? I'm sitting in my nerd room, and I read it. And then when it's time to go to bed, some of it I read on my tablet because I can't take the whole book. But the whole thing isn't on isn't on my tablet. Like, I don't – it's not on Hoopla or I don't have the, the DC app. So – but – so I, I – I know. So, I, I mean, I, I just – I read whatever – um, trade or you know whatever okay, yeah. collection because edition you have, have on it's there. the full version. So yeah, Hoopla most likely has like volumes here and there. It has yeah, it has the event like the event yeah. separated into this. So now yeah, is the the omnibus just Darkest Night? That's it. No, it's nothing. The blackest, else. the blackest night. Right, blackest night. It is the entire blackest, blackest night. I don't see series that. and all <laughs> and all of the spinoffs. So it is all the spinoffs. Yeah. So well, yeah, it's it's it, the, the it, books. So is it since it's all the side stories? Mm-hmm. Is it in chronological order? Yeah, like from issue release. I I don't I think so. Yeah, or it's the order that Jeff Johns wanted in because it's kind oh. of his whole thing. Yeah, well, that's what I always wondered too. Like on these things where it has all the side issues as well, mm-hmm. uh, and how they decide where it goes in. Because what happens if you have you know, ten issues that were all released in the same month? Right. So which order do you put it in? Well, I feel like with these events, they kind of work with everybody and 
have a timeline or like yeah. sometime in they yeah so it's pretty much in exact order that it should be now does it have like we talked about before where it's like you have an issue that does nothing to deal with the storyline except for like maybe one little scene yeah on the news pops up you know what's going on in the, that it's world. not it's not that extreme where it's like very very side story okay. is but it's like there are like issues where it's like i could have done without that one uh, without and still got the same thing right where it's like or you get the whole like 20 pages of Superboy, and then the last two pages are the blackest night yeah. <laughs> or yeah or you know the black lanterns or whatever yeah. it's like just happens at the very end like but you know i gotta read the whole thing oh cool yeah uh, i don't know what got us i'm almost the uh blackest night story but we're oh, we're talking about reading, reading in bed, right. bed and can't take that yeah, element of this. So yeah, sometimes some of them I I will read my actual books and then I will read them on my tablet as well. It just depends. Yeah, but so I I prefer I prefer to have a physical book if I can. Yeah, no, I prefer the tablet. And, yeah, I just I like yesterday I spent a while re rearranging and cleaning my bookshelf. <laughs> So, but so fun. with me, I'm probably like I said, I squirrel really easily. Yeah, and that's why I like having a tablet because then I can just be like, back up, pause it, uh, go find another book, go read that. You know, where when you have the physical copy, it's like you either read that or you go do something else. Yeah, and uh, I mean, I'm usually reading two books at once, anyways. Like. Two. Yeah, at least two. Sometimes, sometimes three. <laughs> like a lot of times, I will be reading one on my tablet and then reading one in a physical book, and then maybe yeah, maybe three, maybe. But I usually will finish something out before I squirrel and go to I mean, something else. I'm still, I'm still one. Well, one I already said I'm still reading Justice League. I, I still haven't finished Hack Slash. I still have volumes five and six to finish with that one. Wow. Uh, I actually finished Crowded. So that's yeah. only three volumes. So. Right. Um, and of course, I always finish the book read. We are reading. Well, yeah, and that's why we're not picking to read yeah, the Blackest Night Omnibus <laughs> 64, you know, because we're trying to do this every couple of weeks and yeah. we don't want to have like, you know, part one, part two, part three right. of the same, you know, we're trying right. to get self-contained books. And so, yeah. which is, there's a ton of as we you know, we see, even if it's somewhere one and two volumes, but right. that's manageable. So, we don't want to have too much on your plate. Nice. So that was uh, everything. Your thoughts on uh, the underwater underwater welder? No, I think that was it. I, I recommend go go check it out. Yeah, awesome. read it whichever, however you can digitally or it's available in hardcover. Yeah, on Hoopla. on Hoopla and I don't know Kindle. Yeah, uh, comicsology, yeah, one comics of those things. Kindle. Yeah, uh, they're the same thing kind of now. Yeah, they, they, I think Amazon, Amazon bought them. So yeah, it's basically the same thing now if you have a Amazon Kindle subscription. Right, which you can't buy on the app. Yeah. You have to buy from Amazon and then go on the comicsology app. It's annoying. Yeah. 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 And you, uh, this, they do a lot, they do that too with like movies. You can't like buy the movie on the app you have to go on the website yeah the movie and then that's annoying. i don't know why why they did that but anyways oh, cool. uh, yeah that's it that's that's our kind of the our episode our, our on the underwater welder underwater welder we both liked it both recommend it uh which is yeah i remember at first <laughs> I, thought, I thought you were gonna hate it when we first started You're like let's talk about this horrible book i was, and I was like oh actually okay like oh, okay uh i read it in one night and yeah read it again in one uh, so yeah, I did like it. I, I was it's also in the art, but uh, that's why I discussed the whole little bit of this art making me want to read something. Yeah, true. Uh, because I will be honest, when I started, when I opened it up and saw the art, I was actually going You're like, "Fuck you, Jared!" Fuck you, Jared. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because you don't know by the cover is right. all color. You're like, oh, yeah, okay, it's you, fine. Yeah, the color, you're like, oh, yeah. look at that. I mean, even the well, the color is his art, and if you read, yeah, he had a colorist do the cover page. Right, it was him and another person. Right, yeah, he doesn't do the colors. Yeah, he, he just does the, the so. Just uh, the then you open the it up work. and you're like, oh, what is this squiggly storyboard sketching art? <laughs> um. Well, but you, you, I mean, you used to it after a few pages, yeah, right? I mean, it's like you don't even think about it. You're yeah, like, that's just yeah. how it is. So, yeah. yeah, if you, yeah, I think give it a shot. If you feel the same way when you open it up, 
and you're reading it, just just keep going. Yeah, it, yeah, it gets, I agree. The story and is worth is worth getting, if, even if, if you if you don't end the story by like the second page, uh, it's, it may not be a book for you to begin with. Then, <laughs> oh, yeah, uh, because it is. It if is you can good. get through the first chapter, yeah, it is really good. And, yeah, uh, I think I think everyone would like the storyline. Mm-hmm. Uh, as I was gonna say when we started this podcast. I really thought I was like, oh my god, I haven't had a book yet. I didn't like. Well, then we we solved that. We went on a like run. Three episodes, <laughs> three in a row. I think yeah. We're, yeah, we we didn't care for. Uh, so, okay, so if they want to contact us, if they want to send us an email or give us some <clears throat> yeah. advice or just let us know that hey, guess what? We do have people listening. Here. It's not just you guys. <laughs> yeah. yeah, check us out on on Instagram, hardcover underscore hideout, and we got our. We have our link tree on there and get to our... So the link tree is on which one? The Instagram site? Instagram. Uh, email hardcoverhideout at gmail.com. So you can reach us on there. Instagram. Uh, Instagram has a link tree. Yeah, yeah. if you have Instagram. So you can also Google us. We're Googleable he's a, now. He's my social media guy. He's really good at it. He like, puts yeah. out ads for the shows coming out, puts out little clips. Like, yeah. I just posted my new haul for the month from my, that, my yeah. books and um, the card my wife made me, the Ninja Turtle card, Ninja which Turtles, was, yeah, yeah that was really that. Awesome, that was awesome for my birthday. That was cool. So, yeah, trying to put some... That's right. You just had a birthday. You just turned... I eight, did. Four, 40. 40, 40. I'm a man. I'm 40. You're a man now. I'm 40 years old. Yeah. And Still reading comic movies. books. Yeah, I'm 47. I'm still reading comic books. Good. So. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't think I ever stop reading comic books. No, I don't I, think I so either. I don't see. In my 20s, where I'm like, I'm too cool for comic right. books. Yeah, I did too. And then sometimes I'd like sneak to the comic book store, like, I didn't want anybody to know. I, like, yeah. I didn't even snuck. I think I would just go. Well, yeah. I'm like, who am I going to well, see I, there? Well, no, well, no I, I would like, wouldn't, I would like, buy, like, go there and not tell anybody. Oh. Like my friends, uh, like because oh, right. I didn't have other friends that were in the comics, so I was like, like, oh, where were you? I was like, the strip club. Yeah. I was like, no, <laughs> when I was at like the comic book <laughs> store. <laughs> yeah, but now I'm see. just like, I mean, but comic book stuff is it's chic, chic, yeah. cool, whatever. Now, yeah. sort of, but well, um, my whole life I've done theater, and so yeah. reading comic books was the least weird thing I could have done. Yeah, uh, my friends used to go dress up and we go to Rocky Horror Picture Show and they reenact Rocky Horror Picture Show in front of a movie screen. So right, me telling them that I like comics was they're like, they're like okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah. you know, when I met new people, right, I read comics was not going to be the first thing out of my mouth. Yeah, and like I don't know if you told the story on here when you first met me. You guys, you and another friend were talking about comics, and I came over and you're like, he doesn't know what he's talking about. And then you're, but, you're like, I don't know. You should, right, so for the listeners at home, if you look at Jared, except for the fact that he's wearing a Captain America t-shirt, he does not look like he would know anything about comics. He looks like he should be wearing a jersey and would walk over to him and punch you in the arm and call you nerd if you were talking about I, comics. I don't know. I don't know how to take that, but uh, okay. <laughs> All right. I will have to say, when I first met you and my wife's like, I think you guys get along. I saw Jared and went... Are you sure? I mean, because I think him and his friends were talking about the game or sports. And yeah, I'm like, probably, I'm but like, mm, no, I will not. You know, <laughs> and so and then one of the other guys we were talking about comic stuff, and he came over, and oh yeah, he is a nerd as well. He's just yeah. a nerd who likes sports. Yeah, I I, I do. I, yeah. Good episode. Anything else? No, I think that's. We cover you. Do you want to? You want to talk about? Um, the Food Network or anything? <laughs> I don't know. It's so, like... <laughs> now that you said that. <laughs> but, I'm sorry, that's all I had. I was... Yeah, <laughs> all right. That's it. We're done. All right, well... No more. Thanks for uh, listening. If you... If you, stuck if you got this far. <laughs> thanks to anybody who's listened at all. We really yeah, we really appreciate, appreciate it. all listeners. Uh, uh, and seriously, rate us. Uh, let us know that yeah. we are happy listeners. And... Let us know what you think. If you like banter better than us going over the story, 
Uh, we can banter for an hour. Yeah, we can just <laughs> talk about a bunch <laughs> BS for the couple hours. <laughs> we, sure. We can give you an episode that lasts a day. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, drop us a line. Let us know you're listening. Give us a rate. You know, give us a drop. Say you hate us or, God, you guys really need to stop doing podcasts. Yeah, turn down the uh, suck a little bit or you know, whatever. You guys really need new equipment. <laughs> right. Uh, That's it, everybody. Happy reading. Happy reading.